What's good, y'all? Welcome to the episode of Thoughts Pen the Podcast. It's your host, Shah Solo. This week, I got a very special guest with me. Go ahead and ask yourself. Oh, uh, hello. My name is Dion. And Dion uh, had a birthday this week, so... Yes, yeah, so hold on. Day. Before we even get started, let's turn up really quick. Go for it. <laughs> and I am twerking, y'all. Okay, nobody can see, but... Too bad you guys can't see, but yes, it was my birthday yesterday. I am 34 years old now. God bless. Yes, thank you. You know, a lot of people don't make it to see that, so I am just really thankful and happy. Nah, for sure. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I, I get enough breath to make it a 34 plus. So Yes, yeah, you will. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay, sure. Um, well, I'm Nathan's sister. Uh, I don't, I don't know if like all your friends know him, but that's how I met you because I heard him and Brittany did a podcast, and I listened to it, and I was like, "Oh, I want to do a podcast. I want to be famous." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, "I want to do one." And so uh, Nathan like reached out to you, but yeah. So I'm originally from Tampa, Florida, and. I've been living in the D.C. area for like 10 years now. Hmm. I went to Jackson State University, which is the HBCU. All right. Um, yeah, I majored in accounting. And yeah, and I... Oh, wow. So for all your single men out there that listen to your podcast that are 35 and older, I'm still looking for a husband. I did catch the flowers at Brittany at the wedding. And oh, I'm still, yeah. I still, I don't, did you go to the wedding? Oh, I was there. Trust me. I was okay. There, yes. You know, you saw how it's so funny. Cause when they sent me the video and I guess I like kind of snatched them for Melanie. Cause my whole mind frame was like, I need these flowers because like <laughs> I need a husband. And the fact that like, okay, I caught the flowers and I still don't have no husband or not even no prospect. Like I was telling my brother, like these flowers were cursed. So, oh wow. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep hope alive. You know? <laughs> just joking. Nah, I'm messing with you too. Yeah, cool. but I'm like, okay, what's going on or whatever. But yeah, so anyway, for all your single and people that listen, 35 and older, you know. Okay. Yeah, now, I'm available. Now, the, the, the energy's out there. Some They may re- get reciprocated, you know. Maybe somebody from Paris listening might holler at you. You know, you never know. Paris? Yeah, oh I got listeners gosh. worldwide, so. Oh. <laughs> You know, okay. Gotta shout them out. Gotta, gotta, you uh-huh. know, respect the other supporters as well. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Might be Paris, Brazil. Oh wow! Okay. Know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. pending thought of the week. Do you think it's possible for uh to unify a house that's divided? And the reason why I ask this question is because with everything that's been going on as of late, it's like okay, we have like the Black Lives matter movement going and everything like that but it seems like now we're getting subcategories of that and it's not just the black lives matter movement. it's like in general it's like people always find some way to differentiate themselves like we could say it's like a such thing as black mm-hmm. elitism in comparison to people that went to college and people that didn't go to college or people that make a certain amount of money and don't make a certain mm-hmm. amount of money so i was wondering do you think it's plausible or even possible for us to unify even though we're so divided you know honestly like when i think about it I don't think that we ever will unify okay. because when you think about it, I feel like every time we do make it about Black Lives Matter or anything Black, somebody, whether it's like gay, Spanish, white, Asian, whatever, they always want to like include themselves because they feel so left mm-hmm. out. And I just feel like 
I don't know. I just feel like, why can't we just say one thing without you guys having to take offense and feel left out? Like, the whole thing now is, like, the whole, like, um, trans lives matter. Yeah. They say, like, um, they had a march. It's, like, black trans lives mm-hmm. matter. And I'm like, well, when did this become a thing? Because really, at the end of the day, like, even if you gay or if you're trans or whatever, like, you are still, like, black, white, Asian, whatever. So I don't understand why they felt like they needed to go make their own march and doing all this other stuff, hmm. you know, to say like, well, hey, black trans lives matter. Like you're still black. Right. So I just don't understand why they want to like always exclude themselves and be separate. Right. You know, that's the thing that's like really frustrating to me. So I feel like as long as they keep doing mm-hmm. that, as long as they're always like, well, we want to be separate and we want to have our own rights and we want to do this and I would want to do that. I feel like we'll never be unified. Hmm. Honestly, I, I- I feel like they're the biggest culprits, like not to yeah. sound like that, but I do feel like they're always out there wanting like special stuff, like just for them. And it's like, I thought still at the end of the day, aren't you still like a race? Like when you fill out a job application, you're not filling out saying like you're gay or straight. You're filling out saying like you're a black, white, Hispanic, whatever, whatever. So I just don't understand why they always want to be separate. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. Like they always want to be like separate, like in a separate category. Separate but like, equal is what you're saying, basically. Okay. Yeah, and it's just like frustrating to me. So no, okay. I don't think so. Uh, hmm. I agree with you saying with your sentiment as far as like we'll probably never end up being, I guess, unified. But I think the reason why some of them think that way is because well, let me not say that them, but some trans people or however they, whomever identifies thinks that way is because some people I've seen this as well on the other side, flip side to it. Some you know, uh, golly. I'll just say some straight people will say, like, I'm going to want to get behind this movement because it's a gay person leading it or it's a woman leading it. So I feel like this kind of, uh, it's like, um, not downplays, but it kind of weakens the movement. So I guess, in ret- not in return, but I guess a reaction to that, some of them might say, like, okay, well, if y'all think that way, then we'll just say, we'll separate ourselves from y'all then. That's why I think that the um, miscommunication comes in that. I think some people aren't too open to supporting someone because of how they may identify or whom they sleep with or whatever, because to me personally, mm-hmm. like you said, you're to me you're black before you're anything else, or you're your race before you're anything else, because that's the way this country goes. So if anyone wants to debate me behind that, yeah. then that's on you. But my thing is like, it's no need to separate yourselves from the pack. Like if you're down for the cause, if you have an issue, I think anybody that if anybody should understand about being, you know, mistreated or whatever the case may be, should definitely be a black person. I think we would be more open minded to that, but some aren't for whatever reason, you know. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. it comes to a point where we have to find a way to create a dialogue with each other because without that without understanding it's always going to be this whole back and forth stuff and me i'm a bit of a history buff so to me this is like history repeating itself over and over every single decade from like i watched documentaries from like the 70s all the way up to the early 2000s like every decade it's always some big disease scare there's some big financial scare it's something that divides the country it's something that brings the country together then it's a big ass war every decade it seems like Mm -hmm. it's like that so it's just like when is it going to end? When is it? You yeah, know, like I see. There's no. It's not no real progress to me personally, from my view, vantage mm-hmm. point. You know what I think mm-hmm. it is too, where this black trans thing started. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you remember, like after George Floyd got mm-hmm. killed, I think like the next day or like the day after that or whatever, there was like a video. Even though I don't watch violence videos, there was a video that was like some black trans guy or whatever. I guess he was. I don't know if he was trying to fight a girl or whatever. Wow. Even though, okay, I guess he's a trans woman. Right. So he's a guy that's a woman, whatever. 
But uh, he was trying to like fight a girl, whatever. And then these guys jumped in and then jumped him and they beat him really bad. So then you have like the celebrities like, oh, you know, well, we want to say Black Lives Matter, but you know, the whole black on black thing, like we black trans lives matter too. So that's where that started. Hmm. But then like, I was like, okay, I feel like that's where that came from. So like this trans boy, guy, girl, whatever, like got beat up. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, how we're all talking about black lives matter, but we're trying to say like, well, black trans lives matter too. So they included that. And then it just took off from there. Then Billy Porter, I think he went on the view, Mm -hmm. whether he made it on Instagram or he went on the view, he was like, you're basically trying to say like with the black community, which I don't know why we always like black community with our own people is always trying to get called out saying that we're so homophobic when I feel like I don't really think that's true. I feel like we're, I don't think we're homophobic. I feel like if we don't choose to accept something, that's fine. But like, I don't think we're like homophobic, mm. but like we're always getting that like um, thrown at us like by our own people. Yeah. So he's like, well, he's all like, well, you know, we're all talking about Black Lives Matter, but let's be honest, you guys don't accept homophobia in the community and all this stuff or whatever. And then it just like took off from there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It went from like Black Lives Matter to like now Black gay people matter, Black trans people matter, all this other stuff. And I'm just like, okay, now we like losing focus. Yeah. Um, I can't speak on that plight because, you know, I'm a Black gay man. So I can't speak on mm-hmm. it too much, but some loved ones I, I have that are, you know, I. I guess they feel as though it's like they're like a double minority to some degree because some of them may feel like they may not uh, get the same, I guess, respect or whatever the case may be. But again, <laughs> I can't speak too much on it. I guess I, I don't say I guess I, I'm just, it's some homophobia out there because it's homophobia within, you know, the uh, the churches. It's homophobia it. in all communities. Yeah, it is. Not just black. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I so why that. is it always like, well, black people are so homophobic mm. that's not true them little redneck people in the south definitely they definitely do not like no gay people so i don't understand like I why agree. it's always black people get the bad rap like for everything mm, i think because our community i think i said this a last episode or two but i think our community is just so um magnified like our culture is magnified where the people aren't but our culture is so i guess being that mm-hmm. our culture is so glamorized and popularized because that's all they seem to care about with us as we can see but we'll talk about that later i guess they figure like okay let's, let's look into the bad side of it as well you got homophobia you got uh niggas in the closet you got uh black trans people that get killed and doesn't get reported that often they got i mean the list goes on man like i don't know like i said i think it's legit. i don't know but I, you know what these black trans people people that get killed i'm sorry i do want to know mm-hmm. i would need to know mm-hmm. How many of them lied and maybe was in a situation ah. where they maybe like like portrayed themselves as a woman and then you know maybe they're sucking some penis or whatever mm-hmm. and then it comes out like they're a man or whatever I don't know maybe the guy wanted to eat him out and then they're like oh really I'm a guy and then they get killed how do we know like what's the statistics behind that because do I really want to believe that people are just walking around like killing people because you are a man dressed up as a woman I don't really want to believe that I don't hmm. feel like I just want to know like I would need to know like of those situations how much how much of it was like provoked maybe because you lied about something that's a possibility I'm not gonna say it's not plausible but um I don't know because you know it could be a situation too where a guy could say like hey man I'm it could be a guy that could be interested in dealing with a trans woman or how many they identify and they might say 
oh, you just want to deal with me in private. I'm going to start going public with this. So then the guy might say, nah, I don't want people to find out because of whatever reason. And then that guy might off him. Or not saying that's justified at all. but Or it could be a situation where I feel like when you take away somebody's, not choice, but you kind of get somebody a false perception of who you are and then you turn out to be something different. People react differently yeah. to that. And I'm not, again, not saying that that's okay at all. Because that's kind of like you're taking away my choice to live the way I want to live. You know, like, let's, let's say, for example, mm-hmm. like you basically said, you could be messing with, around with them, kind of find out it's a guy, whatever the case may be. So at that point, you kind of feeling like, damn, I don't know how to react to this. Um, yeah. I might feel like I'm getting taken advantage of, whatever. So they might be crazy enough to kill somebody, you know? Right. It's not justified. That's why I will need to know. That's what hmm. I'm saying. Like, we would need to know. I don't want it to just feel like, well, black trans people or trans people are getting killed all the time. I would want to know the situation. Like, what was, like, what was the reason behind it? Like, were you lying? You know, that's like yeah. me. If I have, like, AIDS or something, God forbid, no, I don't have that. But, like, right. and then I'm, like, lying and I'm going to go sleep with you. I feel like, or vice versa, if a man was sleeping with me and then you tell me after, I'd probably kill you, too. So Yeah, I get it. You know what I'm trying saying? To kill like, you. I get what you're saying in that regard. Yeah. Hmm. So you just got to know, like, I feel like you got to know. I don't want to believe in my heart. I don't think people are just walking around killing people in 2020 because you gay and because you trans or whatever. I want to feel in my heart it's because these people are out here lying, hiding what they really are. And then you get in a situation and then a person wasn't expecting it. And then that's why it turned out the way it is. I mean, then, then, but that, at that point, it gets into hearsay because how do we ever really know? We really don't know, unfortunately. I know because some of these girls, like some of these people, like trans people, whatever, they look better than girls. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey. <laughs> I now, saw that guy, Bobby. Um, I forgot what Bobby. I forgot his last name. Bobby something from like Love and Hip Hop. Oh, the Bobby Light guy, Bobby Lights. I yeah. think his name or something like that. I heard yes. of him. and he had on like a really cute lace front, and I'm like, oh my god, he looks so much better, like shit, than me. Like, oh, wow. what the heck? I know. <laughs> well, at least like with the wig thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, like his lace front is like laid way better. Oh wow. I don't know, but yeah. Damn. But anyway. Yeah, I, I can't speak on that. I don't know. I'm not really too <laughs> hip to that show. Yeah. Or to that fight. Yeah. So right. I get more hip and hip though when I be watching Kaya like read them or whatever. But Kaya anyway. the singer? Yeah, the rapper. The rapper Remember sing. the from oh. Tampa? Well, even though she's not originally from Tampa, but like she is from Tampa basically. The whole girl came wang with it. Or, oh, like, the my girl that's beefing with that. Trina. I remember her. Yes. Now. Yeah. I, I, I've been mm-hmm. seeing that war on a timeline for the past mm-hmm. I don't know how long. And it's just like mm-hmm. give it a rest, ladies. Either wreck it out or call it a day. Because <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand, man. Like, if there's some animosity there, figure out how to get your grievances fixed and call it a day, man. Like, but mm, that's Trina. Like, Trina thinks she's better than everybody. That's why. Yeah, that, that's that's the baddest bitch, as she said. So hey, I guess you gotta live, okay. live that, portray that lifestyle. Once but like Kaya said, she, Trina is like I think forty or whatever. She don't have no kids. Never been married. Like, I think I have been hearing rumors, even when we used to live in Florida, that her trick had like some type of allegedly like like you know std aids or whatever so i feel like that's a rumor that's been out there forever so i don't know i don't think kai is jealous of her kai is married kai has children you know what i'm saying i feel like why would kai be jealous of her oh i don't know i'm not too big on on the caddy stuff yeah i I know (laughs) yeah i'm sorry but yeah no it's cool Mm -hmm. it's all good so um i guess a segue into 
another current event that's kind of not current event. This has been a lifelong event, actually. The current mm-hmm. ongoing racism. So I remember you said you wanted to rant a little bit about that. Oh like, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so with the whole racism thing, first of all, I do want to say my um Georgetown, they did give us um tomorrow off. So they're gonna make it like a paid holiday. Oh, for those that uh, don't know, this is being recorded before Juneteenth. So happy Juneteenth, because you hear this on Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Juneteenth. It's all good. That's cool. <laughs> so yeah, we're um we're actually gonna be off. And it's so crazy because I read people's comments like, oh, they act like black people just now got invented you know what i mean like yeah you know it's so crazy like now all these companies are doing stuff which is good you know it's like okay did it take that last killing to show like hey we've been going through this you know what i mean yeah um but as far as like the racism thing okay number one do i I, a part of me feel like okay is it gonna ever change and some people say like you know they don't think it's ever gonna change they feel like people are always gonna be like that and i do want to i do say a part of me does feel like, I hate to say it, I think white people are already, like, automatically they're racist. I feel like when really? they look at a black person, I feel like they automatically judge them until they get to know them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, already they have, like, prejudices in them. Like, if they saw you and your friends, like, you and your black friends, yeah. I think, like, if they saw you, they will automatically judge you until they got to actually sit down and know, like, oh, hey, like, they're not bad people. And I think that's the problem. So I feel like that is some type of like racism right there. I definitely feel like when it comes to like working in the companies and things like that, us getting like lower pay, you know, maybe yeah. like more work or us not even getting picked. That's why too, I have a really big issue with like, with these activists that always talk about, you know, black and brown. I feel like at the end of the day, you guys need to stop talking about black and brown. You need to just worry about black. Because I don't see Chinese people or Asian people out there, you know, picking in for us, you know, like talking about Black Lives Matter. And if they are, it's because they worried about we're not going to buy their weaves no more or go get our nails done. I don't see Hispanic people out there like on the front line, like fighting for us. No. So I feel like why can't we ever just focus on ourselves? You know what mm, I'm saying? Yeah. It just really bothers me that every time, like, you have some black, like, activists out there, I want to say, like, Al, Al Sharpton said it at George Floyd's funeral mm. when he was like, oh, black and brown or whatever. Like, please let's leave out the brown and let's just worry about black right now. Because that's the thing. Like, we all, like, black people, we always want to try to have everybody else in our fight, but these same people don't be worried about us like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. it really bothers me. And I feel like really all them races are, like, racist. That's why when you hear about, like, in China, like how in there's certain places, like it says like no black people allowed. Remember McDonald's issued an apology because one of those McDonald's in China said no black people allowed in their restaurant. I don't recall this, but I'm yeah, yeah. yeah go it ahead, happened. Bro. And McDonald's had to issue a statement, and it's Damn. like even though it's not McDonald's, but it was like a McDonald's in China. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like there's places in China like they don't allow black people. So it's like I, again, it's like I don't understand why here we're always talking about black and brown and we're always worried about minorities when really white people, white women are considered minorities too, which that's another issue I have. It's like, I don't understand why we always trying to fight for them when it's really at the end of the day, like they don't be fighting for us. So why can't we just worry about ourselves? Hmm. So gave me a a whole lot of points to try to respond (laughs) to, but I'm going to try to weave through it. All right. So okay. first point, I remember you saying that you feel like some white people judge you before you say anything or something like that. I, be- I believe. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, 
I would say that's more so prejudiced than, than racist, in my, in my opinion, because it's like you're judging the book before you even read the book. Like, you think, mm-hmm. oh, this book is bad or this person's bad because of the way they're dressed or how they carry themselves, which mm-hmm. is not okay. I'll I grant it because I'll even say it myself. We, I think we all have prejudgments for people. I know I do when I meet some people. Sometimes it's like, all right, this ain't cool, but I got to get known first. Or this nigga, like, he might try to wreck me or some shit. Or this person might try to do whatever to me. Or, you know, so prejudice is bad. It's, we, I guess we all have to, not I guess, we all need to find ways to deal with our own prejudices or whatever, how we feel towards other people. But the second point you said was, oh, I guess losing focus of just, uh, not losing focus, but trying to like, I guess, throw all the races together to try to combat, I guess, the quote unquote system. Mm-hmm. So I guess some people, because uh, I can't speak on that too much, but I guess some people just feel as though it's power in numbers and they try to find some way to try to, not only just power the numbers, but I think also some other ethnicities of people try to find ways to, I guess, get their voices heard as well. And I guess they try to kind of jumble it all together into one thing. I don't think it necessarily, I don't want to say it's bad, but it's kind of like you said, it kind of deflates what our whole movement is. Like, I think, I don't want to say it's down there impossible, but it's really difficult to get everybody on the same accord, man. Like, mm-hmm. for black folk or whomever. And, you know, it's some white people out there that really do that really do want to have, you know, some helps give some progression towards black folk out there. And it's a lot of them that don't and, and vice versa. I'm sure some niggas out there that are really pretty cool with the way the status quo is out here as well. But I mean, I don't know, young. I don't want to say like I got all the answers to these problems because I really don't like yeah. end of the day, like I just try to do what I can. Thankfully, I was raised around some cool, like not cool, but like I was raised around like different ethnicities so i have asian friends i got white friends whatever hispanic friends all mm-hmm. that but it's just like i don't know the way i was raised by my parents was always to respect people who they are and you know give what you get you respect me i respect you back if you don't i'm gonna respect you back or whatever so i don't know yeah I but would... that may be you but like yeah. what about just what about just like the random black person mm-hmm. that just i don't know just like walking through or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like what about them? I see what you're saying, but I feel like a conversation needs to be had. Hopefully, you can get to a conversation because sometimes things can get out of hand too. But I don't know how to combat. I don't know. I really don't know how to combat that. Like, if you can't find some common ground with somebody, because the same thing in the workplace, like you said, like that's another conversation with you know you making lower pay, you mm-hmm. not you getting picked over a job because of your ethnicity, or they may feel that you're inadequate for whatever reason, like. That's why I always stress all the time is go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated at. Right. Like, cause I, I've been in plenty of positions like that as well. Where I had jobs where it's like, yo, uh, you know, going up for this job, blah, blah, blah. They might say, oh, we don't have that much experience, even though it could be some motherfucker that came fresh out of college. Mm-hmm. You know, younger, we'll just say for a conversation purpose, a young white kid fresh out of college, but his father might be the deputy director of the whole entire department or whatever right. the case may be. So he'll go ahead and start at like a, gs9 or gs10 or some shit for those that don't know it's a pay ban the government so y'all can google all that shit but yeah you might start at gs9 gs10 you're still stuck at gs7 after working in that same position for two years and it's like damn what does this kid have that i don't right and it's nepotism more than anything it's obviously just nepotism and of course race can play into it as well however you know you want to i guess okay but what if they what if it was you were in the same position and they didn't get some one young white kid what if they got like um some like Asian kid or like some Indian or like whatever mm. or like even a white woman. How would you feel? Because technically they're meeting the minority standards, but True. like how would you feel? I mean, I would definitely 
speak on my grievances with that to the higher ups and say, hey, you know, I'm trying to get an understanding as to why I wasn't selected for this role. And then from there, if I feel like my voice isn't being heard or if I feel like I'm being slighted anyway, I'm a dancer start looking around for other jobs. Because one thing about me, man, like I can't stay in no fucked up work environment. Like, and I'm not going to sit there and try to like, you know, like it's not that big of a deal. Because if it happens one time, it's going to happen again. Yeah. You know, so I feel as though like, at least for me, every two years, if you ain't getting no kind of raise or something like that, it's about time to hit that dusty trail to your next adventure in life, man. Yeah. So I would feel the way. I'm sure anybody else would as well. But, you know, after having a conversation about that to my higher ups and I feel like they're not giving me what I can what I need. And not only that, like if they feel like I'm inadequate for whatever reason, then so I'm like, All right, man, I'm out. Fuck it. Right. My my father talks about this all the time too. So my dad's like deep in IT and shit like that. He was telling like a lot of his colleagues like may not get their contracts renewed because let's say this person's been working in the realm of IT for about 30 years. So their salary might be like, let's say 200 grand for conversation's sake. Mm-hmm. They can go ahead and hire some kids with not as much experience or whatever, but they can split that bill in half. You can get yeah. two people and double the production for half the cost. You mm-hmm. know, you can pay them a little 50K, 60K, not to try to disrespect anybody that makes that. It's not little, but we know. Right. But yeah, so they might say, say like, okay, we can get more employees and more production and more money off our company versus having this higher up that knows all this shit, but we can just teach these kids this and then the rest is history. So, like I said, man, go where you celebrate, not where you tolerated that. And I would just have that conversation, you know, with my team and like, yo, why is this happening? What can we do to, you know, to, or is there any way that we can go forward to fix the situation? Because I feel like it's, I'm being picked over for real. So that's yeah. how I would take it. And granted, yeah. it took me time to get to this point. I wasn't always like this. I used to spaz out too in the office. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, right. I, was, I get uh, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, that's why I have like just okay, okay, okay. Not to sound crazy. But that's why like when Trump is running, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of like agree with because well, I know this is gonna sound like bigoted or racist or whatever, but I'm—I guess I'm racist, but I'm like for black people because I feel like when he wants to, like when he was talking about oh getting rid of like illegal aliens or immigrants or whatever, mm-hmm. I agree with him because like you know how they always try to say well black people you know like we don't want to work and that's why the Spanish people they're doing all the jobs that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is not true. Black people we do want to work, so I don't know where that narrative came from. I feel like um, when he talk about like how he wants to like you know get rid of like a lot of the immigrants or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like okay in a way I feel like that was good for black people because how? because okay like I said about the whole minority thing mm-hmm. if you fill out a job right mm-hmm. and the, you know like when you fill out the job and the job is asking you like uh, what are you and they, they gotta make like they gotta meet some certain type of like minority thing. Yeah. And if you like if they're gonna pick a Hispanic person over a black person, because we already know at the end of the day, how they have like that whole totem pole, a black person is like underneath everybody. So you got like white first, then you got like Asians, and then I think like Indian people come next. So you say Indian you mean Native Americans? Are you talking about like South Asian? No, like Indian people like from oh, India. Okay. All right, I got you. Yeah, like they come next mm-hmm. and then it's like Hispanics and then it's blacks. So like we're always at the bottom. So I kind of felt like, well, if he's trying to like, you know, like kind of lessen the immigration, you know, like, you know, like have like a lot of them come over here or whatever, mm-hmm. then what then that would be good because you have a lot of black people graduating college and a lot of them are getting jobs in their majors <laughs> and they're probably getting picked over by another minority, 
quote unquote, we can't do nothing about the white people, white girls, because they're just here. But if we make it like less and less, like if you work in IT, uh-huh. my brother works in like what is he, software engineer type person, right? Yeah. And I think he's like the only black person, right? Mm-hmm. But I think his like his one person he should share the office with was like Chinese or something like that. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is like less of them here, right? Not to sound, yeah. I know this sounds so crazy. Nah, I mean, but I'm imagine if you had less of them here, but your company still has to meet their minority quota. That means that you would have to pick more black people. So then you wouldn't hear about these black educated people graduating and not being able to find a job like what they majored in. That's all I'm saying is like, mm-hmm. and that's why I know, like, and I don't like Trump or whatever, like, he's racist everything 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 but i could understand like as far as like that part what i could i was looking at it like wow like that could really benefit us instead of like us bitching about like you know what we need or whatever because black people i feel like we always complain about what we need and where jobs and this is and this like but like we can be getting more jobs but how do we know these jobs these jobs probably aren't even going to us because they're going to go to the minorities first the other races first you know what i'm saying like we're always yeah. pick last because two we're always talking about black and brown oh you know black and brown black and brown but you know them other brown people like them little asians and them indians and them hispanic people they're getting picked before us anyway so that's why where i'm just like why can't we just worry about ourselves first you know what i'm saying like yeah. i can see if he's trying to like get rid of some like immigrants or whatever you know what i mean like okay good that will open up some more opportunities for us you know what I'm saying? That's all I want. Yeah. I just want us to be great. That's all I want. And I just, like, I love my people. I just want us to be great. Like, I want us to work. I just want us to, like, flourish. I just want, like, the doors open. Is You know what I'm saying? That's all I want. And I could understand. That's why I was kind of, like, agreeing with him. Because, okay, like, with Obama, like, I love Obama. He was the first black president or whatever. But, like, when Obama was in office, I feel like he didn't do anything for black people. Like he did the whole gay marriage thing, mm-hmm. right? He did the thing for um the Hispanic immigrants, like um the DACA, like uh, that. Yep. Did, yep, he did that. Kind of trying to repeal it right now. But yeah, which denied. actually in the Supreme Court um uh rejected Trump or whatever. So yeah, and so Trump was mad about that. But it's like okay, so Obama did things for like gay people. He did things for Hispanic people. Like, but it's like okay, like you didn't do anything specific for black people. And that's all I'm saying is like, like, why we never get nothing that's for us. So when I be listening to Charlamagne, you know Charlamagne from Breakfast Club, when he's always like, okay, yeah, was, what are you guys going to do for black people? Right? Like, like a black agenda. Yeah, like, what is it? And nobody really has anything. I just kind of be like, mm, okay. So I guess like in my mind, when it's like, okay, we want to hate Trump so bad, but if Trump don't like Trump don't like nobody. But at the end of the day, black people, we can't go nowhere because we don't know nothing else, right? Dude. So like, <laughs> I mean, we got I mean, getting killed. Like, we can't really go. Where are he going to ship us back to? I have no idea. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's we we can't go back to Africa. We're not residents of them. We don't have, we don't know nothing about Africa. So, like, we're so far detached from that. So, really, like, where is he going to ship us back to? I don't know. I'd be intrigued to find out. Cause... Exactly. <laughs> but, like, at least Hispanics, like, they're always, like, um, you know, you got Hispanic friends, like maybe their parents were from the country or even their grandparents. So they know like their history or like where they come from. And they're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like you have that for like the Asians too. But like black people, you don't. So really at the end of the day, like 
if you trying to get rid of like the Asians and the black people or whatever, cause you so racist. Okay. I mean, not Asian, but the Asians and the Hispanic people, cause he's so racist or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's a black people. You can't send us nowhere. It's like, well, these jobs still have to have, they still have affirmative action. These jobs still have to hire some type of minorities. You can't, how you can't sit up there now and just hire a whole bunch of white women. That's not going to work. I mean, they can still finesse the system because I know you've heard of the, the term brain drain before, right? No, I never heard of that. So brain draining is just basically like, you know, when you call some of these, uh, damn, let's just say you call a customer service for some company or some shit like that. And you talk to somebody in Malaysia, some fucking where. That's what companies do. And they pay those people pennies on the dollar. So, I mean, mm-hmm. even if they were to, I'm just like, in response to what you're saying, like, even if they were to start pushing out immigrants, they'll still find some kind of way to help the, these corporations finesse the system and save money because a lot of these corporations don't even pay taxes. A lot of these cor- companies, <clears throat> a lot of these corporations, like businesses are technically registered overseas. They don't pay any type of corporate taxes over here. So, I think it's always going to be a loophole to it. And then right. also, I think that if he were to get into, I guess, enough power or enough votes or whatever to push out immigrants. Who do you think would be next to get pushed out of this country? Us? It can't be us. Where are we going to go? Why wouldn't it be? That's not, that's, I mean, I see what you're saying, but you think he's going to give a fuck about that shit? Come on now. Like, you think that, okay, but okay, mm-hmm. I understand you're saying like he's not going to care about that, but like, but I mean, it wouldn't make sense because like, where will we go? Like, we don't know anything else. Nah, I see what you're saying, but that wouldn't be his problem at that point because we would no longer be considered, I guess, worthwhile in this country. You know, if you think about it, because that's what, my whole thing is just like there's always some lower class that always has to get stepped on. Unfortunately, you know, it's always some lower class, or they feel like it's some lower class that gotta get stepped on in order for these this country to thrive. So if you kick out my minor- not minor- well, minorities or whatever, like the immigrants or whatever, then they're gonna start coming at the niggas again because. Prior to all of this, like, I remember my dad told me, like, a lot of jobs that these immigrants do now as far as, like, waiters or yard work and shit like that. My dad said back in, like, the 60s and shit, niggas was doing it. Like, yeah. now, you know, Hispanics or whomever ethnicity is doing it now. So it's like, it'll just repeat. History will end up repeating itself again is from my vantage point. That's why I see it going. Like, Okay, but then, okay. So, mm-hmm. like, you're right. So, um, like, back then, we were the ones that was doing it. And yep. now Hispanic people are doing it. Mm-hmm. So, but like that's why too. There's more black people that's unemployed. So, what would yeah. be the problem if it would open up employment, especially for these young, that like live in these inner cities or whatever, and maybe need a job? Yeah, you know, if it would get right. them off the street, what would be wrong with that? I no, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. But then again, another thing though, you're making a little too much sense with that one because <laughs> if you kick not before, because if you think if you take if you get rid of impoverished neighborhoods, then what? Like you got a whole nother problem on your hands because now you got all these people that's empowered and the last thing they want is empowerment like i just found out recently like back in the day for what i was reading they said that you know haiti's independent from the french or whatever mm-hmm. and they you know they pretty much had a revolution to overthrow the frenchman the slaves in the u.s i'm pretty sure or at least i can't speak on it but i don't think they had that much idea of that or it's not celebrated that much in the u.s because that's empowerment so if you tell me a little island full of some black people can overthrow their government why can't this entire, you know, country do the same exact thing? So that's all I'm saying. They don't want people to get empowered because without with, the, with them being empowered, that's a whole new problem they're gonna have on their hands that they don't want. To take okay, care but of. maybe that can maybe okay. They may mm-hmm. not want to, but if we have a person in office like him, right? Mm-hmm. They don't really know what he's doing, mm-hmm. and it can maybe work out like basically by his decisions that he's making, right? Mm-hmm. That would kind of affect us in a good way as far as like we could like start getting these jobs. And become empowered, which the white man don't want that to happen. But since he don't know what he's doing anyway, it can kind of benefit us. 
You know mm-hmm. what I, mean? I see what you're saying, but it's hard to believe because he can get vetoed. Like Congress can veto anything he throws out there. Oh, this same Congress that we vote for, like these same Democrats in like oh, the House or whatever. Don't that get we me started on that. That's a whole other conversation. Okay, I'm just but saying, yeah, no, I'm with you. Real. Nah, for yeah. sure, I'm with you. But I mean, it's, to me, it's all BS, man. Like. <laughs> Okay, you know, I'm just saying. No, nah, I'm with you because, I mean, to keep it a buck, the president's nothing more than a figurehead of the country. He's just like, like a CEO of a business, nothing more, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, it, I mean, I, a part of me would hope to think that, okay, this this issue or, I guess, this could help our community in a way, but at the same time, I feel like it's, there's no perfect situation for us. There's no mm-hmm. utopic situation for Black people. People, yeah. period, it's always going to be oppression because think of it like this, too. Let's say, like, me and you, we got our degrees, worked pretty good jobs and shit like that. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. a whole cast of people out there that don't really appreciate that shit. Like, what well, makes this person any better than me because they got the degree or because they worked here or made this type of money, whatever the case may be. Like, it's always going to be some, it's always going to be a house divided, like we said earlier. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just no pleasing some people, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, some people think you're, like, for example, like, I'll speak for myself. Like, I might talk to some of my cousins, like, that's didn't go to school and all that kind of shit. They might feel like, oh, you're spoiled. How am mm-hmm. I spoiled? I work for my shit just like you did. You just <laughs> yeah. didn't work as hard as I did or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. that makes me spoiled now, even though we're the same bloodline. We're relatives, right. but y'all still feel some kind of animosity towards me because of what I decided to do with my life. You know, and that, right. and that just goes back to the community in general. It's always going to be some niggas hating. <laughs> you yeah. know, whether you're doing good or bad. So I don't know. I, I would like to see a, a win-win situation for us, but it's mm-hmm. bleak from, from what it's looking like to me. Yeah. So, no matter who's in office. Yeah, that's true. Then why yeah. do we even vote then? Boy, don't. <laughs> I'm just I saying, can't speak on like... that one, but I'll be tough. <laughs> Disclaimer, exercise your right to vote. Why people vote, I can't speak on it. For me, <laughs> I would say that. Not because that would be mm-hmm. me. I would be misusing my platform if I started telling niggas like, hey, man, y'all shouldn't do this and that because it's not going to change anything. Like, nah. Right. You got to have some kind of hope. But I think the thing is to vote in your interest, man. Some people may vote in their interest. Maybe, especially if you get close in, into like the uh, Chamber of Commerce in your city, which is yeah. another whole conversation. Y'all can Google all that stuff because I don't want to get too technical and shit. But, you know, mm-hmm. they might vote because this uh, congressman or this mayor or whomever may, elected official might create a community center in my neighborhood where I know it needs it because these kids aren't doing anything like you said before. You know, maybe right. this person might create jobs for us. That's why local voting is way more imperative to me than, you know, national or presidency-wise because the electoral college kind of just makes it look like it's a big-ass facade, but that's yeah. another conversation as well. But, yeah. yeah, I think that's the reason why people vote. That's why I vote, at least. I vote because I want to see changes around where I live at so kids, like, my nephews and shit can grow up in... Not saying that I came up from a bad background, nothing like that, but grow up in a better background, you know, right? Better opportunities for themselves. So that's how I see it. That's. Why Are you from Baltimore? No, I am from Southern Maryland. Oh. <laughs> I'm from oh. I'm from Waldorf, Maryland, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was going to school up there. That was it. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's how I see yeah. it. So. Yes. So yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to say that I don't want people to be like, because you know, like. Black people about Trump, like they hate him so much, and it's like if you say anything to like, if you agree with him about any little thing, yeah, like, if you just kind of like listen, you know, when you talk about effective communication, you know, yep. like uh, listening, you know, maybe thinking about it. I feel like people are already just 
no, F that, like, he's racist, da 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 They don't even want to like, listen. And I'm like, I just try to, like, listen and try to think, like, Sorry. how could it be? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we had technical difficulty, y'all. I was so. just like, I was, like, talking you like me moving your hands or whatever i keep my hands but, still yeah. when i talk so. oh i'm sorry <laughs> it's because i'm a black female like. well, i mean if you want to okay. put it to that but it's cool so, yes but i don't know i just try to look at like like a little bit of like the positive trying to see like how it would benefit us that's all i'm saying no, I you know what saying. like yeah i just think some people at the people that egos man more than anything yeah. i think it's people's egos so some people feel like they have this perception of something like we said before mm-hmm. without them really trying to get an understanding of why that person might feel that way or why that side feels that way not saying there's any justification on you know uh trying to put people down and all that shit but you know yeah i don't know man we'll see right what, i'm hopeful maybe mm-hmm. you know we'll see some changes Right. So what's that gonna lead? I know that's gonna it has to lead into the interracial dating. Oh, for sure. We can segue right into that. So Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) so with all these issues, Mm -hmm. I have a really big problem with interracial dating as far as when it's a black man that dates outside his race. Okay. Okay. I don't care about the black woman because number one with a black woman because number one, I'm not gay, so I'm not checking for a black woman. Right. Number two, I feel like when a black woman dates a white guy or whatever, Mm -hmm. something a a part of me feels like a white man that will date a black woman. I feel like he's more in tune, like with the culture, (laughs) maybe knowing about the um history and things like that. Like even her husband right now. What? I'll say like even her husband right now. What they're going through. You think, no, you really think that? <laughs> well, I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but long story less long, she said this whole racial tension thing that's going on in the country is kind of giving her and her husband's conversations they never had before after being married for X amount of time. So go ahead, what you were saying? Because that's no. interesting. <laughs> They're more hip to okay, the culture, okay. allegedly. She's one example, but what about Serena Williams and her husband? Oh. How he stepped down from Reddit and he wants this spot to be filled by a black man. I feel like those <sighs> situations like that, why Maybe. are you breathing like that? Because I think, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about nobody's marriage, but I'm just I don't. I, I find it hard to believe because that whole situation wasn't even planned out any fucking way. So I guess. No, I feel like, I feel like more times than not, mm-hmm. maybe like eight out of 10, eight out of 10 white men that are married to a black woman are probably more in tune and like, know what's going on than when a white woman is married to a black man. I feel like a white woman that is married to a black man, Mm -hmm. they just with them because they cute or they got money or they think it's big. I can't agree with that one at all. I think it goes goes both ways. You know what I mean? Uh, And you know what? Okay, let me go ahead and Uh go ahead and let me tell you. While us black women are Mm -hmm. out there fighting for you guys, right? Like, Black Lives Matter, this isn't this. Okay, within the last couple of days, what we hear that one black guy killed that one black girl activist. Then the, yep. the these black uh, these group of black boys threw. I didn't watch the video, but these group of black boys threw a black girl in the dumpster. I heard about that too. Okay, yep. this black guy tried to hit on this black girl. I don't know what she said, but what it don't matter. Like he hit her with a skateboard. Saw that wild so, shit too. Okay, at the end of the day, like somebody posted that. I'm like, um. At this point, I need to just worry about me and mine instead of going to take my kids to this march trying to tell them that Black Lives Matter and I'm talking to my sons, telling them like how it's important and you know I'm fighting for y'all or whatever, whatever because there are black men getting killed. Y'all mm-hmm. are getting killed more than we are. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it doesn't make sense to me why y'all would even want to 
date a white girl when really they daddies and they uncles and they brothers and they cousins, they boy cousins looking at y'all like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they, not, they like, how are you going to date somebody when really they, they own daddies and their uncles is the one that's killing y'all off? It don't make no sense to me at all. And I don't respect it. 100%. I mean, maybe some niggas have Stockholm Syndrome, maybe. I don't know. I don't really... I haven't dated out of my race. I mean, everyone I've dealt with has been black and something, so I don't know. But mm-hmm. I think like... Hmm. I don't know. I can't speak to that effect too much. I mean, for me personally, if someone's dead outside the race, be my guest. That's how you say it's race. You want to date the same sex as you. That's your business, John. I ain't got nothing to do with me. Like... If that's the way you find your significant other, so be it, man. Like, uh, mm. I ain't too, I ain't too, too. Tri- I'm not tripping off it too much. And plus, my thing is like, even if it's coming to it, or maybe one I was did want to deal with, maybe she wanted to deal with a different guy for whatever reason. I can't be mad for somebody not checking for me. Like, that's cool. I can find somebody else. No, I, I don't. I don't agree with that. Why not? I, I don't like it. I just don't Why? like it. I don't like. Especially because we have racism too, right? right? Yeah. I don't like that. Why would a black man want to date, especially a white woman, right? When mm-hmm. they are like the biggest problems, like their people is like the biggest problems of like why we are in the way, like the situations that we're in. Like, mm-hmm. why would you even want to like, I would feel like I would look at her so weird. And you know, white women back in the days too, in the slavery days, from what I heard, like they were like one of the most, they were like more evil. Yeah, I've heard some things as well. Yeah, but... and I just don't understand like why because they're getting a little thicker because they're doing more squats in the gym. Like, girl, like for every white girl that you find is thick, like mm-hmm. you can find a black girl that's thicker. So I don't understand it. It doesn't not make sense to me. And I don't want to hear about no variety. What do you mean variety? You know, like how oh, I think this is wasn't didn't Rick Ross say that like oh he wants variety like if he grew up in the hood like uh-huh. why would he want to get rich and then date a Lakeisha? Oh, I'm not a Rick Ross listener, so I, oh I don't he said that. that before like he was like you know if he grew it's up in plausible. the hood and, okay like this is all he's been to but now he got some money and now he's exposed to more like okay why he wouldn't want to like try something different. But, like, do you know them bitches, like, if you was in the hood or whatever, they wouldn't be talking to you. They wouldn't be checking for you anyways. So, again, like, these same girls in the hood that you grew up with mm-hmm. with that was checking for you when you was broke and didn't have nothing. But then when you get some money, like, now you got all these little Persian girls, like, the Kim Kardashian type or, like, these white girls or whatever that's checking for you. Mm-hmm. It's not because you cute, but, like, it's because you got <laughs> money. So, it's like, I don't understand, like... To why you feel like you made it or whatever you feel special because you got a girl that's basically using you that's really what it is that's why these little white girls or whatever these women they be marrying these men and like be married to them for a while and then when their career is done they divorce them and take half what they got that's what it's good for them i hope they suck them dry jesus christ <laughs> so so then you support it then in a way so you're like, no, you know, like get your bag. I feel you, like, just, you just said that though. I know, you know, I hope I they don't suck them dry. It just makes me so angry. It's like, you know what? That's you get. I hope you get sucked dry. Damn. Like, oh, it makes me so angry. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, but when a black girl does it with a white man, I don't mind. I don't, I, that I don't understand at all to me. You, you can't play one side of the fence, man. Yes, you can. You and can. especially <laughs> if you marry a white man with money. I think Dr. Umar Johnson said it the best. Oh, man. He said, anyway, what? Don't say amen, because you know I love him. <laughs> okay, because when the, when the spouse dies, uh-huh. right, when the spouse dies, yes. 
that money, like Serena Williams, if her husband dies, whatever he's worth, his money is going to go to her and she's going to be more inclined to help her people, right? Her family, her people, whatever. That uh, money's going to go to her people. But if a white woman, like Kobe Bryant's wife is Hispanic, right? Yeah, she's Mexican. Mexican. So now that he died mm-hmm. and she didn't even work and he was worth what? How much? Like 500 million or something? I don't know. I don't pocket watch. He, her, <laughs> that money, that all that money she's getting is mm-hmm. going to be more inclined to help her and her family and her people. I guarantee you. Like, even though her daughter's a mix I, I, I was about to ask you, like, her kids are black, but all right. It don't matter. I, I guarantee you her money is going to be more inclined to help her mama, her sisters, her cousins, or whoever. Baby, that's facts. So that's really what it is. So when when Dr. Umar said that, it's a hundred percent true. Cause like you will be more inclined to help like the people who's close to you, like your family or your people or whoever. She's not gonna give that money to no black people. I was surprised when I heard that he gave money to the um African American Museum. Did you know I that they donated a million dollars? I'm hip, him, MJ, a lot of uh prominent black figures donate to that museum. Well, it's because it's what? But you want to say it's, it's a tax I mean, they just wanted a tax. Exactly. I mean, the limit's at two point five million. So I mean, if they've given way more than that, then I think it goes beyond that at that point. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can only charge. I don't know, man. The way I interpret, I can't. If you if you making an effort, that's better than what the fuck I'm doing. Like, right. <laughs> I get what you're saying. <laughs> I understand like your issue with it, but it's like, son, like at least they're making an effort towards it. I'm not. I mean, I say I'm not, but I can't make an effort like in that regard. But mm-hmm. and not only that, like I can't dictate people spend their money. I can't, you know, it's wild. If somebody wants to go out here and date whomever they want, and I feel like they're not really doing much for the community, hey, that's messed up. But at the end of the day, I'm my own person. I got to find a way to help my folks out, you know. No, that's just how I look at you, it. These moms, what? you guys need to talk to your sons. Like, I talked to my sons. Right. And it was crazy, though, because they're like, um, I forgot who said it. They were like, uh, a lot of times, what you hate or mm-hmm. what you don't like, that's going to come back in your household. For sure. And I'd be thinking like, okay. Ooh, I got a good my question. My son going to bring home, yeah, like, is my son going to bring home a white woman? Like, I, <laughs> oh my God, like. <laughs> I have a question. Okay, what's your question? So, because I, I know somebody that's experienced this before. So, let's say if your son does happen to bring home a white woman or a woman of a different ethnicity than black, mm-hmm. would you still, and they happen to have a child together, would you still love that grandbaby? <laughs> Just asking, because I know I've, I've like this one young lady I knew back in um, undergrad, like she was uh, black and Persian, and she was telling me how her grandmother didn't really like mess with her like that for real. Like they had a bad mm-hmm. relationship because she's part black. So that's mm-hmm. why I wanted. To, that's why I wanted to ask you. Okay, that with as well. the grandbaby, mm-hmm. I would mess with because they're their baby and they're innocent. Now wow. with the baby mama, uh huh. No, I probably wouldn't. I probably would be honestly like a little distant. I have a question though. How is that? How would that relation dynamic work then? If you can love your grandchild, but you can't love your grandchild's mother, that'd be difficult. To me, it would be. I couldn't. If my grandmother's ever, you know, mm-hmm. I'm black, but if me and my grandmother's this and shit like that, but like, your grandma, I can't rock with you because of X, Y, Z. You know, you don't respect mm-hmm. my mother, then you don't respect my mother's a part of me. That means you don't respect me either. That's how I would take it. Okay, but then does that mean like, um, okay, for example, my son's father's not in his life right mm-hmm. and so does that mean that his his my son's father's mom doesn't love his child because really that's a part of him and she may not like me but does that mean she don't like the grandbaby nope so nah i just 
I don't mean, know if that was a good example. No, nah, I mean, I mean that's that's the example you wanted to use. I'm just okay. saying because like, no, nah, the reason why I'm asking these questions because I have had some friends on here that are biracial. Like my homeboy mm-hmm. that's Asian and black. Like he was rapping about the whole dynamic about that stuff. So that's why I was who who get... who's Asian and his his mom. His mother's Japanese. His father is uh black and white. So. Mm, that's typical but oh my god i'm just saying i hope he doesn't hear this episode you're gonna get me in trouble man no, I'm playing. <laughs> but nah um no don't say that no nah, i mean that's how you feel these are your thoughts and your views i know but that's you're fine. like oh you said oh you're gonna get me in trouble i'm, I'm not joking. trying to get in trouble no nah, i'm playing man okay, just good. having a dialogue but, but i'm um, just saying like i feel like i couldn't deal with the woman like on that level you know what i mean because I don't know, like, how could I when I know really in my heart, like, I don't like you. Jesus. I don't like you and your people, like, and le- the only way I would like them is if, like, she was the type, like, um, that grew up in an all-black neighborhood and that's all she knew. Really? Yeah, like, let's ah, say that's, that's all a... she knew. She went to, like, a black school. That's all she was ever around, so naturally, like, that's what she got attracted to. So, like, okay, then I would be like, Okay, fine. But if it was like one of these girls that like grew up in the suburbs or whatever, mm-hmm. like how I grew up, and then like you checking for a black guy, then no. No. Like my son, we live in the suburbs, so whatever school you go to, you better be looking for the black girls, okay? Like I don't care if there's five. So how you said like his <laughs> high school, he's like, there's like three of them. I don't care. You better like one of them. I don't care. That's a lot of pressure, man. No, well, pressure. <laughs> but you know what, though, it doesn't even what? matter because I want you to go to an HBCU anyways. So, I mean, hey, he, he might find somebody there that's getting that minority grant. You never know. Mm, he won't saying. find that. <laughs> right. He he's not gonna find that. Let me tell you, I I, I I used to work at this place called Flying J's like years ago, mm-hmm. and this black lady um said like when her son brought home a white girl, he knew better. He kept her outside. Jeez. Uh. He, he he made the girl wait outside in the car. And I and she said like the sister was like um like oh so and so like whatever the boy's name was got the friend outside she's like yeah he know better that's exactly where you keep her outside don't bring <laughs> her up in my house period oh <laughs> man that is that is heavy that is heavy I'm just saying like it's true like don't bring it in my house you whatever nah. you want to do whatever that's fine just don't bring it in front of me hey, I ain't knocking it at all I mean. So. I know my mom was. She was like, "I don't know how you became such a bigot," and I'm like, "But I'm not a bigot. <laughs> I'm just like regular. I just have my opinions or whatever. But I don't feel like I'm a bigot. But I don't know. That's what she felt." So. I mean, hey, I'm I'm gonna leave that conversation for you and mom. <laughs> I'm not commenting on that at all. All I'm saying is that, I mean, the heart woman, the heart wants. It's okay for black. For, no, it's okay for black women to die outside the race, but not for black men, which doesn't make much sense to me. Because, you but... know what, too? Okay, you just said the heart wants what the heart wants. Yes. Because a lot of times, I think Chris Rock said it, mm-hmm. because a lot of times the reason why us black women are, like, don't really like it is because a lot of times we don't find white men attractive, right? Okay. Like, they're ugly to us. But, like, um, the heart wants what the heart wants. When does it become, like, the heart wants what the heart wants when you have black men that are always dating non-black women like i would understand like oh you just met her at the bar and just y'all kicked it off or whatever but like and that's your pattern if your pattern is always white girl hispanic girl asian girl white girl like but where's the black girl that's not the heart once it's to me it seemed like to me you have a preference and i have a problem with that because why would your preference be that especially because you come from like a black woman mm-hmm. like why would your preference be that I, I can't speak to that effect i'm not sure 
You but, know what, too? Last thing, what? I'm sorry. That's but fine. I think, too, to me, a lot of black guys, mm-hmm. they try to, like, they look at black women like, oh, we bitch too much, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It is because, really, y'all are bad as hell. Like, All growing up, y'all boys are bad as fuck. And we, of course, like, a lot of us, like, are single moms, right? Mm-hmm. And we always having to, like, yell at you and spank you and, like, go outside your head or whatever. So you may, like, grow up looking at us like we always bitching or whatever, but really we disciplining you so you can become good black young men. But then you look at us like all we do is bitch and complain. And so then you just want to go for, like, the opposite race because you think it's easier. That's what I think. Maybe for some, for some situations. It's a, I really think it's a case-by-case scenario, and I think it's an isolated incident with each situation. I feel like you cannot deem a whole entire sex or race of one specific thing because of some outliers in comparison to the millions that are out there. I just can't, I can't think like that anymore. Like, if that's how somebody feels, man, mm-hmm. that's their prerogative. I would not sit here and say, like, yo, I can't fuck with her no more because she dates white, man. If that's what makes her happy, cool. That's still going to be my homie or whomever or... We'll still be cordial, high and by basis, but it, it's just not that deep to me. Like, I'm mm-hmm. past that point, you know? It's got to be deep. It's got to be deep. Because my thing is, okay, so if you harp on that, then where does that get you? Where does that put you at at that point? Like, you can feel that way, but are you happy with what, with what you have or what you're working towards? Like, I feel like that energy could be put somewhere else. That's just how I see it with it. I ain't, I'm not looking at it like on some, like... Man, it's fuck you forever, and it's on site. Well, of course, you would look at it, look at it like that Why? because you're a black guy. Nah, like, it's, like, it's like plenty of sisters that feel the same exact way. It's... No, because, you know, is she married? Who says, is she married? Yeah, said, my, I said sisters. I didn't oh, say my okay. sister in general, but I'm just saying it's plenty of... I'm sure there's some, uh, some black women that feel the polar opposite of how you feel about that whole situation as well. Like, we're not, we're not a monolith, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just how I see it, like. If that's how you feel, hey, I understand it, but I just, I don't know. I don't have the energy or the for- mental fortitude to be like, yo, man, like, I don't, I feel some kind of way because this person is dating this person of this specific ethnicity and race, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I, I wouldn't date a guy who, especially if you had a kid that was mixed, mm-hmm. I don't think I would date you. Really? Oh, damn. No. Because it will look, number one, the uh-huh. child's not even going to look like it's related to me. That's weird. And then number two, like, I just, don't think I could. <laughs> Golly. That's a lot to unpack with that, Wayne. You just I don't know. I box. just feel like I couldn't. Like, so I don't you... feel like I could date a black man who have a mixed child. And okay. if your track record was, like, every girl was Spanish or whatever, whatever, like, I probably wouldn't date you because then I'd be looking at you like, oh, you just trying to fuck me. Like, oh, hell no. How would you get a track record? Niggas lie every day. So. Hmm, well, I would ask you. So you think, you like, think oh. niggas don't lie? Because youngins definitely <laughs> lie about it too all the time about who they dealt with. Well, definitely, I don't know, but I would hope he'd be honest. <laughs> I mean, so I guess that's all you can do is hope. But but the back track was saying about having a, you can't date somebody with a mixed kid. Like, that's kind of hectic, man. Because... No, I can't. Like, because but... <laughs> you want the kid to, like, at least look at you if you're in the mall and you're going to take them somewhere. Like, they're going to be looking like this don't even look like your child. Man, that could be your nephew. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody business. I don't care. I still wouldn't. So you could, you couldn't date somebody with a biracial child, but you would be cool having a a biracial grandchild. See what I'm saying? I mean, I would have to. 
you don't have to do anything really <laughs> it's really totally up to you that's why I'm, I'm just trying to get an understanding that's all that's all here's i'm asking this okay right now i'm sure my listener probably like yo what the hell is going on that's how i feel right now why do you think that way i don't understand what because like it's the same thing with you saying like it's cool for white for black women to date white men but it's not cool for black men to date white women like yeah, it's, it's because I feel like a white guy is more in tune, like with the culture and things like that. I feel like he's more understanding. Like the you can't fetishize the black man, woman, anyway, just like go ahead, because the white man runs the world anyway. So I feel like why wouldn't he be more inclined to understand, like that he's part of the problem? But I feel like a white woman wouldn't understand. I feel like they're so superficial, like they wouldn't even begin to understand, like what a black man may go through. So no, x hmm. that out. I don't agree with that. As far as like, okay, my child brought home a white girl, whatever, and then the child was mixed. I wouldn't really like the mom, but you know, <laughs> since it's my grandbaby, you know, I would like the grandbaby. Oh man! <laughs> but I would not. You're right. I wouldn't date a man who already. I wouldn't date a man, a black man who has like a kid by like outside his race. But what if he got woke after having a baby? Then would you would that be all right? Or it's like, nah, man, you exed off for life because of what you did in your past. <laughs> I'm gonna hold your past against you. Hmm. Cause that's how it looks to me. When I was like, it looks like he's like, he did this back in the day, even though this had nothing to do with us. Yeah, well, how old with is each the other. Kid? I don't for conversation purposes, the kid's 10. Okay, then fine. That's old enough. Oh, so the baby's, the baby's like was under like one or two? Oh, okay. No. Well, in that regard, I'll put it this way, because I said this before too. If the baby's under five years old, I'm not rocking any damn way because you probably mm-hmm. still going with the father. So, right, yeah. But, um, but um, yeah, like I, I don't know, man. Yeah, if whole... the kid was ten, mm-hmm. and then it was like one of those things, like nah, she was just a bitch I was fucking or whatever. Then I'd be like, okay. <laughs> oh my god. But... <laughs> so <laughs> but like the kid was ten, and then he was in a relationship with her. I would have to ask more questions. Yeah, because and it then... may. Ahead, see sorry. where his mind is at. Yeah, then see where his mind is at. The only reason why I'm asking that also is because he still has to be in the mother's life to some degree, correct? Okay, but how long have they been broken up? I mean, hey, who knows? Like I said before earlier, niggas lie all the time. He might have been sleeping over there the other day. Oh. Little do you know. Or maybe he ain't dealt with her since the baby came out. Who knows? You know, never I really mean, know. that's why we need to know. That's so, Sometimes you just gotta have, instill trust. You know? Yeah. You just got to hope for the best. I know you're thinking, like, how did Nathan and her come out so opposite? No, I don't at all. Okay, because let me tell you, we're totally different, like, night and day. Oh, I got, well, I'm kind of night and day with my sister, so I guess I can see that. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. I don't want you to be like, no. I'm not (laughs) tripping. Listen, if you listen to my older podcast, trust me, this is light. Okay. I done had some conversations where I'm like, man, how the hell am I going to respond to this? Oh, really? Okay, good. Because I'm like, oh, no, I don't want you to, like, you know. Man, it's my whole thing when it comes to podcasting in general. It's just art. It's open to interpretation. Some yeah. people can feel the way about something, whatever. Like, I had an episode where someone got mad at me for saying that Jay-Z panders. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. That's how I see it from that from <laughs> what he does. And I explained what pandering was. I didn't say pandering was bad or anything, but they got offended. And I'm like, well, that's fine. I'm going to sleep fine tonight and yeah. feel how you feel, man. So <laughs> it's fine. I right. think it's important to, under- to hear both different sides of a spectrum. That yeah, drives a conversation. True. Without that, it's just like a, a shouting match. Like, exactly. You know? And it turns into an echo chamber, too. You can't agree with everything that you hear. So Yeah, that's true. It's fine. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't see the big of a deal with it. You feel how you feel. I feel how yeah. I feel. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but um, that's just interesting though. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, well, we're still in relationships, but not as far as racial or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your opinion on ultimatums in terms of relationships? I mean, I don't. I feel like some ultimatums are fine. You know what's funny? I had mm-hmm. I had an ultimatum with my friend on Monday. Oh, well, wow. I don't ultimatum, but I was like, um, when I come over there, no eating. Like what? You're not eating in front of me. <laughs> I was like, do not eat in front of me, because the last time I went over there, he was eating a bowl of cereal, but the cereal was Twinkie cereal. Okay. And he was crunching loud. My man, and I'm like, he's in his house though. He can't. It eat. doesn't matter. Like oh. I don't like that. I don't want to hear that noise. So oh, my man. thing was like, okay, I'll come over there, but please have already ate before I came because I don't want to hear you eat. Wow. So luckily, and before I came, like when I talked to him, I was like, you already ate, right? And then he was like, girl, like he got an attitude, but I'm like, because I don't want to hear it. That's like a big deal to me. But like, I feel like ultimatums, I feel like it depends like what it is. Like if it's like one of those things like, hey, we've been together for like two years. You need to propose to me or not. That's fine because you're wasting your time. Mm, yeah, kind of depend. Like it depends, like what it is. I'll speak for my. I I personally don't really. I don't even honor ultimatums in my opinion. I think that's kind of asking a lot. I feel right. like if you've been dealing with somebody for however long, you kind of get a feel for each other. So don't really just have compromises. Uh, with some things, yeah, yeah but some, not everything. Yeah, I understand that some things are non-negotiable. I got my non-negotiables too, so I understand. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Cause I feel like it's like either you're gonna do this or. You gotta get the fuck on. It's like yeah, is that either you're gonna necessary? propose in two years or you're gonna get the fuck on. <laughs> get niggas a death. Bye, Felicia. Like especially if you're thirty and up. Are you thirty? No, I'm not. I'm twenty. I just turned twenty nine. Okay, well you got one more year to get it together. Wow. When you hit that thirty and up uh, age, uh-huh. you don't got time to play around. We're not gonna be dating you for no like five years plus for you to figure out what you want to do. Because at this age, mm-hmm. think about it, like the women, our eggs are getting a little scrambled. Yeah, they're getting a little scrambled. Throw some cheese okay. on it. And your sperm is getting a little crooked, okay? So, like, we need you to get it together. <laughs> so, I feel like ultimatums, definitely, when you get 30 and up, it's like a very big deal. You need to have them. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think so. Nah, I mean, our whole thing, we've come up with these internal clocks and stuff like that. I think that puts unnecessary pressure on yourself. Okay, but then that's why you have 40-year-olds having babies oh. that you hope don't come out with Down syndrome. I mean, hey, that's for whomever wants to do that. God bless them. I'm not about to... Man, listen, uh-uh. I got my... I got a number in my head that's like, yo, after this age, I'm not having no more kids. What's the age? That's uh, not necessary for conversation purposes. <laughs> not for real, though. Like, I would probably be like, yo, at, at once they're like 35, that's it. Like, I wouldn't want to have any more kids at that point. Yeah, that's what, right, that, that's right. how I feel. I feel like, okay, I'm getting older. I'm 34. I have one more year. So it's like, okay, maybe this is go time. Maybe I'll meet somebody and then, like, what? you know, yeah. fall in love really quick and get married. Really quick? Like six months. God dang. Whatever. I don't know. Early off like, the 90 days, like, starting a new job. It was like, hey, People do that all the time. <laughs> they do. Did Sierra and Russell, like, get, oh, like. Oh, man. No, you like, didn't. Like, here? I don't know how long they were together. They weren't together long. All I know is when you got a different tax bracket, you act different. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because well, that's, that's, I'm up for Rashad. I can't relate. I, I can't relate. <laughs> Sorry. Just like I couldn't afford to have a mistress. Nah. 
Right. Like well, it's a different I'm tax saying. bracket. And different tax brackets give different tolerance levels. Hey, you cheated on me, but you know what? You're worth half a billion dollars. So guess what I'm gonna do? Stay. Oh right. you fucking the pool boy. Well, you know what? You do pretty good for yourself, so I'm gonna stay. So like right. I said, different tax brackets have different rules, man. I, I just don't it they don't apply to me. Like I don't care what I'm, my tax bracket is, like I'm not gonna be with you. After three months mm-hmm. of us talking, you need to decide if we wanna be a couple or not. And I'm gonna need you to ask me like, will you be my girlfriend? Yes or no. <laughs> like how we did in middle school. You're gonna have to write on a piece of paper? Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> or like tell me like over the phone so you can ask me. And then the next step is you need to tell me like if you love me within a year. Then the next step will be you want us to you see yourself getting married to me because by two years if you don't see yourself like getting on one knee proposing mm-hmm. then I'm gone because you're wasting my time. That I can understand. I feel like it's important that. Well, I feel like when you first meet somebody, anyway, you should always get to understand like what's going on, what's their mo, and all that shit. So I know, but people tell me I'm so wrong. Okay, what? am I wrong right. for asking that on a first date? That's kind of excessive, man. Why? You're just trying to get to know somebody from the first date. You might not. Well, make it we to need the to, need to we need to get to know like, hi, what's your views about marriage? Like, do you want to get married? Oh, well, I mean, you can speak on that, but I mean, as far as saying like, yo, you trying to get married sometime soon? Like, what's uh, good? Yeah. What's your five year plan, my nigga? Like, nah, yeah. that's, that's excessive off of first. Why day. a job <laughs> asks you that in an interview? That's a job. We're, we're talking about a life partner here. There's a difference. <laughs> the job ain't for life. You're gonna retire at some point, right? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's it all I'm matter. saying. No, it matters why you're laughing because you know I'm making a point. Like, come on. <laughs> Good God. No, I asked, like, I gotta open the window. I'm hot now. like, oh my God, you asked that, like, right off the back. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, why yeah. wouldn't I? Because I know what I want. Like, I get that. If you don't see yourself getting married, then we don't need to talk. I mean, and hey, then you know what else I asked you? Mm-hmm. I want to know your background information. Like, are your parents still married? Are your grandparents still Whoa, married? Well, how is that relevant, though? Because I feel like if you come from like a background of marriage, mm-hmm. then you're more inclined to believe in marriage and like um I feel like you'll be more open to it. Ha, okay. I know some I real life examples. A lot of people do the polar opposites of what their parents did, man. That's all I'm thinking saying. Cause I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. Really? I can't put nobody's business out there, but some people came from two parent households, you know, the whole picket fence, house on the hill, all the extra bullshit. And just, you know. Well, maybe just their line. parents, but what about their grandparents? What about their aunts and their uncles? I don't think that has any relevancy. I think it really yes, goes off the circle. It, it's relevant because they're all How? family. Because they're all family, mm-hmm. and you need more than one example. If you, if you, if it's your parents, mm-hmm. and you see your grandparents, like when you see your aunts and your uncles, I feel like all that's relevant. Nah, that's my opinion. I mean, maybe from your from what you said, but for me, I don't think so because you just brought us here and um Russell Wilson. You're not related to them, but I mean, some people see that as like their uh, how can I put this? The relationship goals and shit like that. Like, I think yeah, but he comes from marriage. Who? So does she? Who? Her Russell Wilson? Oh. Sierra too. Oh man. I guess, yeah. man. I don't think that played too much of a factor to me. I think so. I think you're more inclined to believe in it and believe it really works and believe that oh. you know that marriages go are actually ups and downs because you've seen it and you've experienced it with your own family members. They can give you advice and things like that. So I guess That's the word Sierra with, with Future, when him and her got together? I don't know what she's thinking. I think she was just probably like high off life. And then the same thing when Sarah was dating 50 Cent? Was that okay, the same thing still, as well? it doesn't matter. It's I'm not. Life. I'm just no, saying. It's, like, it's, it's one of those good girls 
she was a good girl and she wanted like a little thug or whatever. Oh my god! And then she finally realized after this first baby, it's like okay, this is not the life I wanted. And she prayed and she got her a good man, what she should have been looked for a long time ago. But sometimes, you know, it takes like bad experiences. Even me, I'm gonna look for a square now. Really? Squares in style? Yeah. <laughs> what? Ever since I see them, he makes me smile. Oh boy. I'm like, wow, like that's definitely in style now. And definitely now, I'm not dating no listen, now mm-hmm. if you've been in jail for like longer than a week, I'm not fucking with you. Well if you got called in bookings for two weeks because it was a holiday weekend or something. A holiday weekend for two weeks. I'm just joking. No. <laughs> the same, no you got about see a... record. I'm not messing with you. Like all my records, mm-hmm. all my people is like, like my friend. He's like 12 years in prison, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that anymore. Like now, if you got any type of prison record, I'm not messing with you. Damn. I'm having standards now. Cause Sierra and Russell is like my role models. Those are your role models. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you got data got a little bit younger than you, then correct? You said oh. 35, and I mean, you said Sierra and Russell are your, are your role models. Oh, yeah, he is. Russell younger is younger than, than Sierra, so that means you got a date underneath the 35, maybe 30 plus since that's what your vision board is oh. on. See what I'm saying? This goes back to what we've been talking about all episodes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, I forgot he is younger than me. Oh, boy, because I don't I was, like younger guys. I the plot thickens. Yeah, because my baby daddy, my youngest, I have two kids, y'all, for all y'all men that was interested. <laughs> I do have two kids. I have a five-year-old. Okay. He's, daddy, he's younger than me. Um, but I'll never do that again. Never say never, because you say it twice. Mm, nah, because y'all nut too quick. <laughs> what the? Young. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving forward. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm so joking. On Juneteenth, we got John Legend versus Alicia Keys. Oh, you know what? Okay, what? about that. I, I don't think I'm going to watch it. Okay, we're on the same boat then. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it, honestly. Like, I'm not really like a John Legend fan. His wife is funny. She makes little cute clapbacks, but. Chrissy irritating, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to watch it. No, I didn't have no plans on it either, but I will say Alicia would probably mop John Legend up, though. She probably would. Yeah, even though a lot of people hate Alicia for whatever reason, but... Oh, that's so old now, I know, because they said she's a homewrecker, but... Man, the house was... Yeah, I mean, the house was already on shaky foundation. It happens. So, life goes on. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to talk about that Chuck E. Cheese, though. Sure, we can talk about that before we get out of here. So, Yes, okay. Go ahead. About Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. I'm sad that they are going to close down. They might now. They, I think they may still get bought out because they're facing they're facing uh, bankruptcy. They're not really, you know, it's not official yet. Oh, why well, hope they do get bought out? Because honestly, not only is their food good, yes, even though I feel like their prices are high. Yeah, I feel like where are you gonna take these badass children just to like get out the house? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't even have to be a birthday. Like I just take my kids there sometimes just because like. Like, okay, let's get out the house. Like, please, my youngest, because he's bad as hell. Right? I got a nephew around that age, so. Yeah, and it's like, okay, let's just get out of the house and, so, like, do something just because. Like, I will be devastated if they close down. Because Dave & Buster's, they don't mm-hmm. really cater to, like, young, young kids. Nah, it's just a big-ass man cave, for real, but. Yeah. So, <laughs> I really hope they don't close down. I really hope they get it together, whatever's going on with them. And so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe day. they might get bought out. I mean, I hope. They figure it out as well. Cause yeah, I definitely had my other thing. My first birthday, my fifth birthday was definitely at Chuck E. Cheese, and it was you know a ball. So and plus mm-hmm. the cheese piece used to be great. Back I don't know how it tastes now. 
I heard he changed the recipe, so it's probably not that amazing no more. So that's good. Yeah. I, I mean, I get meat lovers. So. I'm gonna I'm take your word for it because yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be stuffing any more Chuck E. Cheese's unless one of my nephews have a yeah. party there of some sort. But you like yeah. it, yes. Well, this was a good conversation. This was. I learned a lot. Yes. So. I hope this is. I hope this goes viral, and oh, I hope man. that you invite me back. <laughs> you will definitely be back for sure. I'll, yes. I'll mark the calendar. I'm going to have my people call your people. We will figure this out. This was a lot. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, oh, before we get out of here, anything Mm -hmm. you want to, I guess, one more thing you want to rap about or anybody you want to shout out? I mean, like, well, shout out, I guess, you for making this and then my brother for telling me about it, (laughs) you know, so I can, like, oh, hey, I want to do it. Yeah. I want to shout out, like, all the black men that are in loving black women relationships like when they're couples um and that's it and i shout out all the white men that love black women how about that okay yep just one side of the fence i get it yes so, one side of the fence so <laughs> that's the only thing i'm shouting out other than that i want everybody to be safe and i love my people i love you guys and just please stay safe like please get a gun i got a gun you know for my birthday oh man I, all right Yes, child, you gotta be, you gotta stay strapped. You don't know the revolution is coming, baby. You've been hearing about all these black guys been getting hung. Yeah, I have. You know. Yes. Okay. I do so, go to the gun ranges now. That they're opening back up again. Finally. Mm-hmm. So, I, mean, you know, I got I, me like a little Smith and Wesson nine millimeter. You don't have to tell the people what kind of gun you have, but sh- okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. You well. said you wanted to go viral, so hey, it's out there now. So <laughs> now you guys know. Yes, I'm just saying, please stay. No, for sure though. Yeah, protect yourself. Yes, please stay safe. I don't know if these boys that's been getting hung has been traveling alone, but please just don't be alone. Just like, just stay safe. I love all of y'all. Even if y'all don't love us, really, I love you too. We love y'all. I don't know. I can't tell because you talk about how loud we are, how ghetto we are, like how we wear a weave. Like we can't wear no damn weave. Those men. Rashad does not say that. Rashad does not approve any of those messages. So, okay. Well, I'm just saying. Don't let. Nah, man, don't make it sound like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm a part of that. Okay. You know, well, I'm just saying. I respect all my sisters. Good. Well, I'm so, glad. <laughs> for y'all, uh, yeah, check the podcast out on uh, Thoughts Pending with No G on Twitter, Thoughts Pending Pod on Instagram. Um, listen to the older episodes. Share with a friend or two. And that is all our time. Till the next time, we are out. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>